Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. My name is Linton Felix, and you are listening to and watching the Inside Out podcast with my co-host. Oh, my goodness. His name is Michael Allman. Also joining What's us. What's going on? Uh, is two of the dopest brothers that I know. I've been knowing them for a minute. Started a podcast that they call the Super Weapon Podcast. It's pretty dope. Cool. Check it out. They are Darius the Artist, a.k.a. Darius Johnson. You can call him DJ, but he's he's brand new now, so he's Darius the artist. And also, my man at the bottom right, he looked like he just pet, pledged um, Omega Sci Fi till he died. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My man, Lango Payne, aka DC the Misfit. What's up, what's up, man? What's up? Man? For the Super Weapon Podcast, boys. What's going How y'all doing, fellas? How y'all doing? Doing good, good man. man. I mean, don't sound too excited. I mean, you know. Oh, I'm excited, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you for uh, inviting us on. Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely. I feel like this was a long time coming, man. Uh, definitely happy to be here. Uh, no, it's good okay. to, I ain't gonna lie. I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying to be cool. Trying to be cool. Uh, he, <laughs> I'm gonna get hype a little later. I'm I was cool. say, he's a little bit more exciting uh, when we talk about uh, video games and stuff. You, you but. gotta, you know, you gotta read the room. That's all. You gotta read the room. <laughs> I, I. So today, for y'all don't know that these brothers, the the podcast, Super Weapon Podcast, focuses around video gaming. And ooh, I'm, I'm getting a message. I'm sorry. I got to silence my phone. Sorry about that. But, you know, in this day and age, video gaming has blown up, especially throughout the pandemic. Darius and I were talking about that before we got on air, that it's during the pandemic, it's really become prevalent. A lot of people have, you know, shown that I'm a gamer. And since we were all separated, so to speak, it's really, really taken off. And to the point where people are going to college for this big, big time sponsorships. So my, my two brothers here jumped in and did their thing. And before we go any further, I would just want you to, to introduce yourselves and tell us who you are, background, and things like that. So you guys can decide who goes first. I'm going to let Darius take it away, man. I'm a- oh, yeah, sure, man. Uh, yeah, uh, like uh, Linton said, man, uh, first of all, I am. Thank you for inviting us on, man. This is definitely, definitely. exciting to be here, man. It's always good to to talk about gaming and stuff and, and kind of help open people's eyes and inform people a little bit more about the industry just in general. Um, but a little background about myself, man, I'm uh, from Georgia, born and raised. Um, I met all three of these guys in college. <laughs> um, you know, Linton actually used to be my boss in uh, my work study. Tell it. Tell <laughs> it. I wanted to clear that up. Don't because people, people uh, hit me up, hit was, me up like, hey, uh, you, you went to school with them? Cause you you a little older. I was like, nah, I was no, like, no. he was my. I, I bugged him for about a year before he actually gave me the job. Uh, Don't say it like that. Don't say it like. That. <laughs> no, he was persistent. I was persistent. Persistent college kid looking to make it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I have a bachelor's of fine arts in game design. Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess initially, what really started for me, you know, I've always been uh fan and i've always had a passion for video games even from a young age um it's always been something that i feel is a pretty good outlet especially uh for people who might grow up in tough situations or homes there, there's always a really good um interaction with games and i and i've been like i said i've been passionate about it since i was a kid um so much so that in 2018 i actually started uh making content on a website called twitch.tv which is a pretty big streaming website. No, um, you stated it a little, a little, a little site. Uh, it's not that little anymore. Yeah, it's 
you know, it's the biggest. I always call the video game industry mm-hmm. you know, the biggest little secret. You know, there's there's for as many people that know about it, there's so mm-hmm. many more that don't. Um, but yeah, Twitch is really really the main the mainstay in streaming and content creation. And just like you said uh, in the intro, you know, with COVID and everyone being at home, yep, um, everyone got really familiar with websites like Twitch and Zoom and and just that that entire that that kind of community. And that, and that business took off too. Like the yes. offering, the offerings took off. Yes. Um, I mean, even when we were in college, man, I used to kind of like I, I followed quite a bit of the business of the game industry because um, I, I, I'm just interested. I'm just a curious person, you know, when it comes to business in general. Yep. And, you know, I guess the podcast itself, the Super Weapon podcast kind of started from Honestly, just me, me and uh, DC just kind of talking uh, one day because we we always have conversations about games that are coming out, mm-hmm. stuff that we're excited about, uh, things that may be happening, you know, rumors and secrets. To say. It's just that's always been a part of our everyday conversation. And I figured, you know, it was a good way to to have that conversation with more people. Um, yep. You know, my, my main thing about content creation and why I love to do it is I get to interact with more people and talk about games. Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff I like talking about anyway. So that's honestly the 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 way it started. And we're currently, I think we recorded what episode seventy three yesterday. Ooh, that's um, so is that what do you want season one or two? Or are you just yeah? We don't even do seasons. We, we just work. We, the, the we started out. We started out doing seasons, man. And then we just kind of, you know, we we like that we have a, a sort of free flow structure to the podcast. Uh huh. Um, you know, our biggest draw and our biggest thing with the podcast is we, you know, while we might may report on news, we also we always try to break things down to to explain things to people who may not be, you know, that hardcore core audience, you know, following every news story or thing that's happening in the industry. Um, that's what we kind of like pride ourselves on is having that good balance of of conversation, um, you know, and, and we've kind of had that feedback from our community as well, because we do live stream the podcast yeah. uh, every Saturday at noon um, on Twitch. Go ahead and dig it up. Don't, 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 don't. Live audience, baby. Don't, 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 yes. don't, don't just slide it up there. You know, we just do it a Saturday. When <laughs> we stream the podcast. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we do it every Saturday, man. And we release the audio version on Wednesdays. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a pretty much a, a, a background on me, man. Uh, I'll let my co-host and compatriot have the floor, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, everybody know me as DC the Misfit. You know what I'm saying? The bridge builder, wall destroyer. That's what I always got on my my. I'm always which, which, wall, ready, uh, which walls do you destroy? Hey man, you know the walls that hold people back, my brother. You know <laughs> okay. Them, them walls, okay. Yeah, those walls, man. Not the sweet ones, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I forgot where we was at. Okay, you got me. Good one. But. Yeah, man, just to throw a little bit out there, I am originally from Detroit, east side, six mile. Gotta say it all. Give it up for that, man. You and Eminem. All right. No, that, that, that's he, he okay. on the pond. I, I'm in the trenches, man. You know? Ooh, okay. <laughs> we, we love them in the city, man. But I feel you. I've called um, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, my home for the past 15 years. Atlanta, Georgia has been sweet to me here, man. Um, I can't complain. Only thing I could complain about is traffic, man. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah. You know, this this podcast is like my baby. You know, we've been talking about this for 
I want to say before we started the podcast, we was talking about it for about roughly three years, man. It was like three years in the making. Mm-hmm. And it was a kind of a little bit of a hesitation because when we were talking about it, podcasts were was kind of fresh in the industry. Like people wasn't really, really into the podcast scene. Mm-hmm. And, and I was explaining to Darius, I was like, man, we need to we need to get on this, man. It's, it's, it's going to be something. People people are looking for different avenues of entertainment. And I always thought it was dope that, you know, you can listen to someone or listen to someone with informative knowledge about just about anything people want to talk about. So we brainstormed for quite a minute and then we just jumped out there. We got tired of all the what ifs. And then we was like, you know what? We don't have the equipment. We don't have this, but you know, uh, let, let's just jump out there. So, I mean, I, it started with a Yeti mic, uh, <laughs> a crappy camera, and a dream. And we had so many like growing pains, and we just kind of worked through it. And it is, it, it's totally different from what it was. Like, I listen back to the old episodes, and I'm like, oh my God, I sound like trash. But, you know, it's, it's still growing, man. We get new equipment. We're constantly trying to improve it. And, you know, in this space, you really, really, really have to be like that because there's so many podcasts. There's so yeah, many people trying to do this. And it's mm-hmm. like, you have to take pride in what you do, man. So we are here now. And I just want to thank you for inviting us to the illustrious podcast. And we appreciate it, man. We appreciate it. We all go back. I'm not going to even tell the, the story, but we were all in college together, you know. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we all were in college together. Like Darius said, y'all was in college. I, <laughs> I was your boss. Is that a, is that a running joke? He wasn't my boss. He was I was your boss. boss, but I might as well be because, you know, it. I would say this. When I started working there, like when I first like walked in and I saw the atmosphere of the school for full disclosure, they, they were students at Art Institute of Atlanta in the Decatur campus, and I started there as the head of IT support. And I walked in, and I was told by the the, the head of the, 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 the campus, his name Monty, a cool dude, he hired me, so I give him a shout-out to that. He was like, hey, man, there's a lot of students, you know, and so we're trying to get somebody in here to kind of, like, you know, galvanize the students and to relate to the students. And I was like, okay, I didn't get it. So I was like, all right. So then my first day, I walk in, and I was like, I saw Darius, I saw Lango, I saw Mike, I saw a plethora of African-American students. And I was like, aha, <laughs> you, you need somebody to relate to those guys. And I know, but honestly, when I would came out, you guys stood out to me. Like, I'm going to be full honest now. Like, you know, sometimes you got after some things that happened in my life, I've been like, yo, I got to give people their flowers and let them know how much, how important they are in my life. And the significance of them in my life. When I walked in, you guys stood out. Like you guys kind of like people like Darius was like the rock star. The ladies loved him. You know, oh, and, hello. My Lango was just that dude. I was like, I was scared of Lango at first. And then when they said his name was Lango, what? like most people were. Most people, people were. I don't understand people, why people were scared. He was close to Debo. So I was like, oh no, he looked like he knocked you out. And Michael was just a pretty boy. So what's the name? And I was like, oh, oh, you guys really <sighs> showed me that, you know, as young black men, you guys were serious about when you told me you all went to gaming. And I, I'm, the majority of the people at Art Institute in Decatur were gaming fashion design students, you know, and some photography. 
So just seeing you guys, I had never seen that many black gaming students because I was at the other campus since Dunwoody and it was predominantly white. So when I saw the majority of the students, a lot of you guys were into the gaming and the game art design. And you guys were just just hustling and working hard. So I said, oh, I get it, Monty. I'm going to try to be there for the people. And like Darius said, he bugged me for a year. But it wasn't because he bugged me. It was like I didn't have an opening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I told him, I was like, yo, I see you. I see people listen to you, so I'm going to hire you. So when the time came, he jumped, he jumped on board and he became my like my lead dude. So it was like, Darius, you know, if I ain't here, you handle things. So don't <laughs> mess up. You know what I'm saying? He used to go yeah. get me my my what was it, uh, American Deli. The American the Deli. Chick-fil-A, oh, everything, man. Store runs. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you for that. So I remember listening to you guys. And I, I follow you guys. I've been watching from the beginning. I, I be in the shadows. I watch a lot of people's podcasts. And I remember you guys talking about, and I think you discussed this or you talked about it on your Instagram. There's a photo of you guys. And you said, this is the moment when we decided we're going to do the podcast. W- what was that moment? And why did, and I know you guys decided to do it, but what popped off in your head? Like, hey, we got to do it. And today is the day we decide we're going to do it. Well, I'll take that away because it was on yeah, you my it. Instagram. Um, of all places, we were down in Edgewood. Like, we were drinking and doing what people down there do. We was just kind of chilling. And I just remember we had, like, this this, this conversation. I was just like, man, we got to do this, man, because there's no one else doing it. And the way I was trying to pitch it to Darius was I was like, look, Atlanta – is the mecca of a lot of things. We have music, we now have entertainment, all the film, the the film industry is coming here to do their movies. I was like, we need to be a part of the gaming movement. Like we need to spearhead that. Is that the moment right there? That's the moment right there? That's it right there. (laughs) Oh yeah, we see, we were totally like kind of drunk by that point and we thought it was cool. That's the famous Darius pose right there. Like if you go on their Instagram, you're gonna see that. That's that cash money, you know. I'm over there, you know, I'm over there with the generic peace sign, you know what I'm saying? I know, but Darius, that's your pose. Since I've known Darius, that's been his pose, but continue. (laughs) But yeah, we we just had a real like moment. I was like, look, man, we we can spearhead the, the gaming movement here in Atlanta like that's always been my thing like I I wanted to be ahead of the curve when it when it came to that and we're still networking and trying to piece things together to become like the outlet like when you come to Atlanta and people speak of Atlanta gaming I want to be mentioned in the conversation like we do have esports here I've been talking to my brother and he's like a, a executive over at Cox and they formed, uh, what is it? They formed their E-League. Mm-hmm. So I want to be that person to connect with all these different people that's in the gaming sphere in Atlanta and create almost like a movement. And unfortunately, COVID has been kind of setting things back. But our whole goal is to maintain through COVID, do what we can. So eventually, when we get back right, we're going to hit the ground running. Like, I'm going to be out there in the streets. We're, we're going to be at every tournament. Anything that comes through Atlanta, we want our hands in. And that was one of the major pieces to the Super Weapon podcast that we discussed. And Darius, like, Darius is the, the we like to call him the tactician because Darius yep. always, 
he yep. takes three steps ahead when it comes to things. And like we, I, when I was running this by him, he was just like, I, mm-hmm. I, I see what you're doing. I see. Mm-hmm. And for him to say that, I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> because you know, hey, Darius, he, he's a hard person to convince because. Oh, I know. He's always thinking two, three steps ahead. And when he felt the idea, we just continued to to build on that idea. And so here we are. Definitely. Mikey, you want to go ahead? Uh, yes, I can say I, I, I've seen the journey. I've been a part of it, kind of, in a way. I've been in those discussions just while gaming, you know, hearing them brainstorm. So it's awesome to see what it's grown to. You know, I tell Darius all the time, like, bro, I, I've seen the progression you know, all the time, you know, he's modest. He plays coy. I know he does. I mean, you know, but hey, proud of you guys, man. Appreciate I appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, man, it's it's kind of like a, a lot of what uh, DC said. It's, you know, I, and I, I kind of feel like everyone who who wants to do something or is passionate about something in their life, they arrive at a moment where they're like mm-hmm. almost like a crossroads. You're like, you know, either we're going to do it now or I'm going to step off this path all. and just, you know, I'm going to let it go forever. And, you know, back in 2018, you know, there was, you know, a time where, like I said, I just decided to just get started because, you know, you can, you can try to wait for every condition to be perfect and met. You can, you know, try to try to get that perfect storm of stuff going before you get started. But by then 10, 20 people will have passed you by and what you want to do. Um, and for us, you know, it's just like, you know, just like they just said, man, like this is stuff that we talk about in, in casual conversation. It's, this is a, you know, I love to record the podcast every Saturday because it's, it's just something that it's it's almost like I, I look forward to it because I get to talk to my friends about stuff I, I'm really passionate about. And yeah, we talked about it before. It's almost like like a stress relief kind of thing. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I've been all week. Now I get to. Absolutely, give- man. And, you know, I, I do got to take a second and and give you, you know, your flowers and a shout out, man, because you definitely were someone who went to bat for a lot of the 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 events we were able to hold at school, you know, the tournaments, the. The 2K tournaments, oh, the, yeah. that's the, the Street Fighter tournaments, the Marvel tournaments, you yeah. know, you know, and that's what I'll always say. And the, the thing I love about gaming is that it brings people together of, of a like mind and common goals. And yeah. that's the that's the beauty of it. Um, you know, and that's what we seek to do is spread a, a, a good and positive message that gaming is more than just the violence that people portray it is or that your mm-hmm. your favorite politician want to portray. It's just. It, it's it's so much more than that man is it, community so to speak yeah absolutely um and one of the big things you know i always will point people towards is all the charity organizations that work within the gaming space mm-hmm. and the millions of dollars that are raised every year for saint jude children hospital uh through gaming i mean it's you know there's 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 many sides to the to this to this big coin uh so to speak and it's you know i I find myself getting more and more excited every time that we record or, you know, I know that, you know, I kind of get the same creative outlet, you know, with this, you know, as I, you know, would making like a 3D object or something, doing something art, you know, it's, it's, it's a creative outlet and it's, there's always room that you see things that you want to improve. And, you know, my big thing uh, is building a community of like-minded people. And we've kind of done that 
uh, over the last couple of years because I've been on two or three different streaming platforms for one reason or another. Yeah. Um, but there's always been that core group of people that have followed us and, and come along with us. Um, and it's just it's really awesome to see, man. Um, you know, I, and like, you know, I, I encourage all the questions that you guys have. I know we kind of talked a little bit about mm -hmm. uh, some things before, but. You know, if I can help anybody that listens to this podcast or understand a little bit more about the game industry, then I feel like, you know, job well done. You know, that's that's my goal with this. And that's our goal every time we record. So, OK, well, well speaking of questions, I myself, father of two, one of them being a 10 year old young African-American boy, definitely is. I was there at the birth and checked the DNA. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my wife. I like that, but. <laughs> so um my son has been like into gaming like he took to it from right. the time he was young like i didn't even have anything to do it it started off as simple as i put the ipad in front of him and gave him a youtube channel with some kitty stuff and next thing i know i turn around and he's navigating through youtube and he's found these things so now right. he's elevated to the point where he's he's gaming online but i've i've put limits to things that he can do just as a father so like the games like Fortnite's and the, the, the role player games with the violence. I've, I've, I've said, no, I'm going to let you just do things for a 10 year old. Right. I know other people have done it, but it's, it's just my, just my decision. But I know he's, 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 he's getting to the point where he wants to get into that. And I, I don't want to stop him because he's got gotten good at it. Right. So my, my asking to you guys is as black men in gaming, what has been some of the obstacles oh, and the negatives, the pros and cons are, so to speak. So I can start to look out for my son like, hey, this is the, definitely the pro. I know there's the, the pros, but what's some of the cons, though, I know what to look out for, what to be aware of? Um, man, I'll say the biggest one, uh, the, the most obvious one that comes to my mind is that uh, people on the Internet are mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, they can be uh, they can say some of the most heinous, vile yeah. things to you. Um, and that I, I will say that um, introducing, you know, your son to to the to that side of the game industry, you know, you're and you're kind of talking about. I'm guessing you're kind of talking about like uh, content creation or or him getting into maybe competitive gaming or yeah, online or even just simple as going online and or playing, just playing online. Or okay. whatnot. You explain uh, that to me. You just you're thrust in with whoever and you you play with them. So you don't really know who you're playing against. Yeah. So um, I will tell you, there are some excellent parental controls in most modern games nowadays. That's the, the first thing I'll say. Um, you know, with online gaming, like my my brother, um, you know, for quite a while didn't let my nephew have a headset. Yeah, I um, do. I, same thing. So that, you know, I would I would give that advice, you know, if you're kind of worried about them, because there are some, like I said, man, there are some vile disgusting humans out here in the world man and in in my mind security and 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 safety for your your kids always comes first in that regard so okay. um like i said there's a, there's some really great security features so if you don't want him to talk to anyone obviously the headset thing um most games have like a mute the lobby you know option or button so you could you know flip that on that way he won't hear other people say you know some mean things to him or you know um okay, so that's that's one of my questions so is there that was going to be another one. My question: Is there an option for him just to communicate to the people he knows? Like in Fortnite, if you're on a team, I'm only yes, communicating yes. with people. Group chat. Yeah, there's most games have a, a pretty 
standard form of group chat um a very popular i mean because i'm assuming if he's going to be playing like on console or a tablet um just like you were telling me before he could call mm-hmm. you know his cousin or his friends um on the phone roblox and things like right um, like safe things that i'm <laughs> with right um yeah, you, you, that, i've seen things. some things within those within the chat feature i didn't even know the chat was like that and yeah one time you know, i pointed it out and it was this person trying to lure him into a private chat and i was like my wife's yes like stop yes yes the thing people have to understand about roblox man um i kind of i kind of blew blew my sister-in-law mind when i told her um i just actually looked it up looked it up before we got on the podcast roblox uh revenue last year was almost a billion dollars um there's hundreds of millions of people playing that game every day um you know all ages all you know walks of life and that's man. what floored me. I thought it was just a, a kid's game. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I it's didn't. Like I told you, man, the video game industry is the biggest little secret you've never heard of. Um, but yeah, you know, when it comes to stuff like that, especially if you put them on like an Xbox or a PlayStation, mm-hmm. you know, those consoles have parental controls where you can set certain parameters for them. You know, like you said, you know, until you feel more comfortable. You know, as he gets a little bit older. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want, you know, if you want to allow him to play some of those games, um, you know, a, a lot of people should also look at game ratings. Um, I know we don't really buy games um, in hard copies much anymore, but most games have like in the information section, you can look at the ratings and see what, um, you know, if it's rated teen, if it's rated M or, you know, if it's rated E for everyone, it'll give you a pretty easy description to be able to identify if that game is like safe for your kid if you're not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what type of game it is because I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure your kid knows before you do what kind of game they want to play nowadays. But yeah, um, that's that's just a few things for me. Um, I don't know if DC has any uh that he wants to to share, but those are just like the first ones that came to my head. I get I get asked this question all the time, and I think one thing with with kids in general, you just kind of gotta let them you know, fill the room and just kind of support him a little bit from a distance. Okay. As long as he has everything else in his life and balance. Mm-hmm. Like if he's not just sitting on the game all day, uh, he missing his chores, he getting bad grades in school. And I know you, so I know you're not letting that happen. No, but, you, you don't know my wife, but she definitely ain't letting that happen. <laughs> <laughs> but if he can keep it all balanced, mm-hmm. I say encourage him, get involved a little bit, um, because the gaming industry, it's fun, but at the same time, it can be very predatorial, especially when it comes to children. Yep. Um, yes. You do have, unfortunately, you do have predators and stuff who kind of moonlight in these roadblock type of games as children and try to do creepy crap. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I say monitor your kid. Like, don't be snoopy. Go in there like, hey, what you doing, man? Get involved and, you know show him that you know you're there for him if he has any questions or Mm -hmm. if anything suspicious may be happening but just just build that rapport with your child and kind of let them just do their thing and they'll slowly kind of figure out what they want to do because um i i just talked to one of my brother friends i talked to his kid about this and he wanted to He's in college, though. He just started college, and his grades wasn't that great. 
because he was sitting in his dorm room all day playing Call of Duty. Now, the fact of the matter is, he's not that good. <laughs> so, I mean, like, you got to pick a battle because like, about- I'm, I'm just being honest. You have to pick a battle. It's like you talking about you want to go pro, but your parent is paying for your college. Mm-hmm. So they're getting on him like, hey, we're going to bring you back home if all you're going to do is sit there and play games. There's a smart way to do it, and then there's that way to do it. Like, dude, if my parents were paying for my school, I'm all in them books. You know what I'm saying? And then that can be something on the side. Because most people, they they have this, this, this fantasy about gaming. They think that you sit there and you just get ninja money. There's only a small percentage of people who are getting ninja money. If y'all don't know who Ninja is, he's one of like... Yeah, I don't know. Biggest, I've heard the name, but I don't understand. He's one of the biggest earning people in, in in our space. Like he streams, he got like 650 sponsorships from he's and a, he's he makes a, pretty large a lot of money. Here. Yeah, he makes <laughs> yeah. a lot of money from gaming. But what people don't understand is this dude has been gaming for it's been about yeah, about 10 years he's been streaming. Yeah. So a lot of people think it's an overnight thing. They jump in, oh, you know, I'm gonna get I'm gonna do this and that. I'm gonna blow up and call the duty and no you're not. It, it, it's just like anything else. You got to put a lot of work into it. The legwork. And you got to get people who who will support that dream. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to do it, you kind of got to go all the way in. And you got to have the support of people around you. Because one thing about the gaming industry, it's hard to do it by yourself. You can't. like, Because, for example, me, I have two jobs. I podcast, I do like I'm a casual Thank game player. Yeah, I, I just play, have fun, and I leave it alone. We podcast, but just, I, I say all that to say this like, just be there with your son, see, see where it goes. Okay. And yeah. you will make an informative decision. Like, now, if he just really good, like if you see him playing Halo or something, mm-hmm. smoking people boots, you might want to think about it. Like, okay, then you may want to bring him further into the world start showing him uh videos of different esport teams and try to see how you can reach out to them to get because they do like recruitment it's almost like sports mm-hmm. like they're looking they're looking for like phase alana they're looking for the next best overwatch player or the next best halo player they're they're always scouting so it's just all about research seeing what your kid likes and being realistic yeah, honest with him. Now, if he's if he's not that good, I'm like, hey, son, you know, there's no <laughs> a nice little casual thing for you here, but <laughs> you know. And the thing is, my son, like, as a parent, every parent is amazed by their child, but a yeah. lot of the things he's doing, I have nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. So, like, even when he started playing things as what's the other one with the creepers, Darius, I keep forgetting Minecraft. Yeah. Minecraft. He wanted to play that, so I. I got it for him on Xbox, and I just let him be. I have no clue. Man. I go back to uh, Mortal Kombat, Zelda, Mario Brothers, Nintendo, Sega Genesis. <laughs> well, let me ask you and this. My gaming on Xbox is 2K. <laughs> like, anybody, <laughs> like, Michael, I'll tell you, you look at my history, it's all 2K. From 2000, <laughs> it's all 2K. Might be a little mad and thrown in there because when we were at CAU, Shout out to them, Clark Atlanta University. Um, me and my homeboys, we, we we did that. We would 
we didn't have online gaming, so we just gathered as a group. Yeah, we played wow. games all days, drank some old days, man. Deuce, deuce, smoked the black and mild, and we just played. It was, it was, it was, it was fun. So my son, he amazed me when he all of a sudden he's like, "Daddy, this is how you do this." I'm like, "How are you figuring out to do this? There's no instructions." We used to get the games and had the instructions, and now them games ain't doing instructions. So I don't know how he's doing it. So well, there's in-game tutorials. For I, I was gonna say that, yeah. The the thing uh, nowadays, mm-hmm. um, they put it all in the game. I mean, everything's the inner. You know, the I, I like to call it like interactive media. The YouTube thing. Um, if you watch yeah. YouTube to play the game. Weird to me. You have YouTube. You have just like just like DC was saying. There's some really intuitive tutorials. I mean. You think about kids nowadays having tablets in front of them, you know, at the age that they do, they're, they're picking up stuff a lot quicker than we did um, growing up. And it's, you know, it's just it's just a really interesting thing to see so much growth in this industry. And it's it's continuing to explode. And out of a lot of places, you know, a lot of different industries, you know, game the gaming industry just kept growing. It's, it's continuing to grow even during the pandemic. I mean... You know, you couldn't you couldn't find a Xbox controller on a Target shelf in anywhere for for like eight months. You know, like it was you couldn't find an Xbox. You, you can find. I mean, you yeah, even with the new gen consoles that just came out last year, um, you know, there's still you still have trouble finding those, or you're gonna pay you know an extra amount of money to get. Yeah, one. my brother was doing the same thing with my nephew. He wanted the the S or whatever. The Xbox Series S, yeah. yeah, like it's normally like three fifty whatever retail, mm-hmm. but people bought them up and now they're trying to sell them for eight. They're scalping them, yeah, and, yeah. and it's, it's crazy, man. Um, you know, and that's and that's something that you know we, you know, as far as like the obstacles being being black men in the gaming industry, mm-hmm. um, you know, we just had a conversation about something that's been going on Twitch um, for the last couple of weeks called hate raids, where so if you're a streamer and you know I'm about to end my stream, you yeah. know I can send my community over to you to you to your channel. You know it's usually like a kind gesture. You know typically larger streamers are raid smaller streamers just to kind of help them get a little bit of exposure. Yeah, you know you're introducing them to more people essentially. Okay. So, you know the reverse of that. You know people are using uh, scripts like uh, web scripts called bots to to have bots raid your page with a bunch of fake accounts so explain that a raid so like let's say if if i have a thousand people watching me and i'm playing right now yeah and and he's about and i'm about to get offline and he has 10 people watching him first of all language i love the i love the <laughs> I can, <laughs> I'm playing i'm playing again you know he he's a smaller streamer i'm i'm a big guy on twitch i'm like you know what i see this guy he looks like a nice guy I'm gonna send all 1,000 people of my community that's watching me now over. So it's not like a, a predetermined thing. You're just deciding. No. So yeah, when you're when you're streaming live, it's it's all live. So yeah. you people are watching you play the games live. You're interacting with your community live. Um, it's all happening in real time. Okay. Um, which is the which is the big draw of Twitch versus like YouTube, where you'll have like uh, pre-made videos. You know, editing. You'll edit your videos. You'll upload them. Okay. People can watch them and comment it, comment on it. But with streaming, you're you're playing like I'm playing the game live, and people are watching me do cool or funny stuff. Okay. Um, which is you know that kind of stark difference that I really like about streaming because, like I said, you know you get to have conversations with people about the things that you enjoy. And if I'm playing, you know, the latest Call of Duty, I get to talk to people who are in you know who might be playing the same game. 
Um, and it's a good way to build a community because you can do stuff like play with people in your community. Um, it's just like you were saying, you know, kids love watching other people play games. It's like it's like a, it's like a form of reality television. If you mm -hmm. want to look at it like, yeah, that. I realized that I didn't know it was a thing. My son would just be watching people play games. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I didn't discourage it. I was like, I no, 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 no. I kind of understand. It's like me back in the day listening to somebody on the radio, listening to, you know, just like a mixtape or something. You're following the person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's, and, you know, to touch on the charity uh, aspect, like I said, there's a lot of big charity events that are that go on on Twitch. One of the biggest ones, uh, and it happens uh, maybe two or three times a year, is called AGDQ or a game done very quick. Um, and it's basically guys who play video games and try to beat them as fast as they can. They're called speedrunners. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah. doing this, and, and doing this, people watch and they donate to charitable causes. Um, like I say, one of the biggest biggest ones in gaming is St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Uh, there's a bunch of other or organizations. I can pass them along to you, Linton. Um, and you That's know, right. you, you want to put them in the podcast description after. People just want to check them out, and if, you know, if you're just curious about the stuff that goes yeah. on. Mm -hmm. Awesome, man. Ask any questions sure. you want to ask. Before we go any further, we just got to shout out the fact that that man Fresco just joined the podcast. You know, <laughs> shout what out. You know, all good, brother. You know, saying he just he just got a, a write up in the voice. Is it the village? You know, what I'm saying the the village <laughs> website. So shout out to Fresco. He just joined. Nice. The you know, what I'm saying oh, <laughs> you about, new line dropping in the fall. We had to bring him in the podcast. He goes back. He goes back with us too to our. Artist Institute Day, so he's part of the crew. This is a reunion special, so to speak. <laughs> so just have to shout. Out. <laughs> but but like I was saying, Lango, like one of my other questions was going to be, hey, like okay, we me and Darius kind of touched on this the monetize man the monetization. <laughs> Don't laugh. The monetization <laughs> of your business, like how how does someone go about monetizing in the game gaming industry? I know you can stream it well, but what what can how does it happen and what are the the steps if there are any? You basically that's why the word community is thrown around a lot. Okay. Because you have to build your community. Like with streaming, your community when you first start Switch, you can't really monetize just yet. No. They have stipulations that you have to meet before people could start donating money to you or subscribing to your channel. Mm -hmm. And once you hit that, then people could start subscribing. Uh, there's three tier levels. You could subscribe for $5 a month. I think it's like 15, 20. 10 and 20. 10 yeah. and 20? Yeah, it's 5, yeah. 10 and 20. So that's one of the major ways on Twitch that you, you, you know, you make your income. Um, and obviously the more people you have in your community and the more people you can get to sub, um the more money you're going to make that month um that's just one way but with content creators as a whole mm -hmm. you have to i just think you have to be yourself and be a likable person because i think people can tell when you're not being authentic especially on twitch like you can tell when people are just you know faking the funk so to speak mm -hmm. but with twitch it's a grind and time game Basically, you have to put in the work and be consistent. One of the biggest things in this game, content creating, streaming, whatever, you have to be consistent because people need to know where they can find you. Like, people know Darius 
oh, Darius is going to be on this day, this day, this day. This is when I can tune in. Okay. Oh, so they're used to that. And you have to communicate with people. If you're going to change your schedule, you have to let it be known. We use a program called Discord. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Discord, but Discord is where the community can meet once Darius is off the stream and they can talk and he can let them know, hey, guys, I'm not going to be on Friday, but I'll be on early Saturday. Uh, Saturday. So consistent consistency, communication, and you just got to understand mentally, you have to have a mental understanding that this is not an overnight game. Even with podcasting, the same thing. Once we get uh, enough listeners, then the sponsors will come. Okay. So they'll be like, oh, Super Weapon. Everybody's talking about Super Weapon. What is this Super Weapon? Um, you have people like Slim Jim. Like a lot of people are trying to dig their roots into gaming. So you have weird sponsorships come up to you. Like Darius, remember the one we had? Which one was it? Generic <laughs> Manscaped. I was I was, this guy was writing us like, Yo, we have these ball shaving clippers. Uh, we need oh, a, we would love if you guys sponsored us. And I'm like, uh, that's not really our brand. You didn't go to Manscaped? No, man. So it was a generic. Like, it's it was like a knockoff version. It was like oh, more. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. It was, it was like loud more okay. balls or something like that. Like mm. they kept writing me, and a guy actually reached out to me, and I was like, we discussed some things, and I was like. I, me personally, I, I have a little integrity. I can't rep something I don't use really. Like Definitely. I'm not going to sit up here and be like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. Like I never yeah. this in my life. But to go back to podcasting, once you build like basically your rep and people start listening to you, your numbers go up. That's why I'm always in analytics. Sponsors will see that. And then, like I said, everyone's trying to put their foot into the gaming world. So Man, you can have third degree deodorant, Slim Jim, Snickers. These people will start reaching out to you like, hey, um, can you post this in the background? Or like this why I got my, you know, my little promotion. So you, so you already got you already got sponsorship? No, we 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 working on some things. Okay. This okay. is just an example, you know. Oh, just an example. Like, we see the product placement. We yeah. see it. And that's all they'll want sometimes. Sometimes like they'll just be like, Hey, can you put this in the background? Okay. Or can you, uh, I know you guys seen on like a lot of shows where they'll stop in the middle of their podcast, like, hey guys, uh, we oh, yeah. talk about reader. the reader, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Advertisements. Yeah, so long story short. You see that story, shirt he got on? <laughs> yeah, advertisement. Yeah. Sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, 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 okay, man, you just going to come in the podcast and take over? <laughs> hey, man, I'll just say Okay, I'm just saying but it is sponsorship. So you know, Michael, my chest is bare. Like you know, what I'm saying I don't, I don't. You know, but <laughs> you see this. No, uh, back to back, Dallas. Oh, mm. I'm just yeah. saying, I was an infant. <laughs> that way, hey. that was going on. Mm -hmm. But but continue, Lango. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm, go ahead. Oh, that's to just yeah. sum it up, man. That's certain ways that. Um, yeah, people in a, the in the content creation space get paid, man. It's basically you have to gain a following, and then the money will come. Okay, I'm sure yeah. once your I content mean, get up there, they'll come. What, mm -hmm. what, people, what people gotta understand about content creation and streaming? Um, the first thing you know, I want to tell people that you know, 
it is an incredibly saturated market to jump into. Um, and there is a high, 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 high chance that you may not ever make it. You may not ever get seen, no matter how good your content is. Um, I just, I, I always want to start out with that disclaimer because people see people like Ninja, Nick Merckx, a lot of those big guys who are making these, this big money and think that all you got to do is hit the go live button and the money's going to come to people. <laughs> Trust me, I know that. You know, when I when I first started streaming, you know, I had like one, maybe two people watching me. You know, sometimes I was talking to myself, you know, narrating what's going on on the game and stuff for hours on end. I mean, it's it's definitely a a, a hard, hard field to want to get into. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, just as far as like business and money and stuff, um, you know, if you get to it, the first thing I would tell people is just try it out for a while. See if you really like it, man, because it's a really big investment to buy, you know, the equipment you may need. Um, you know, the stuff that I have, I acquired over time, you know. But it's 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 affordable. It's not expensive in the overall scheme. But right. It, but, you know, it's still an investment. It's definitely an investment, man. Um, and sometimes you won't see that return on investment for a very long time. You know, you just. My biggest thing I always tell people who are interested, because I always have people, I even have people who come from my community who might shoot me a message like, hey, man, I'm thinking about streaming. Um, you know, what do you think? You know, and the first thing I always tell people is like, have fun with it. You know, you you can't come into this thinking, I'm going to do this to make money. I, you know, I want to do this to, to, to do that. But um I, that's that's the first thing I tell people, man. But just like he spoke on to you, you know, anything from subs, tips, um, sponsorship deals, things like that, you can get over time. Um, mm -hmm. But the the one thing I would tell people, man, is just just focus on making good content because, you know, people we live in this age where people live, have this two second two second memory. You know, they see something funny, laugh, swipe, gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so with content creation and, and, you know, streaming in particular, you know, it's like what what kind of what kind of value are you bringing to Twitch as a platform, you know, to your community to make people want to come and watch you? Because it's just like I said, it's just like watching TV, you know, either you're going to, you know, play on things that that you're good at. You know, are you a funny person? You know, are you really good at fighting games? Are you really good at shooting games? Are you really good at sports games? Um, that kind of stuff will drive traffic to your to your platform. Um, OK. And another thing that helps with monetization, as well as uh, like DC was saying, analytics, is posting clips of your streams. Uh, you know, posting on multiple websites. You know, one thing I'm getting really big into is uh, TikTok now, um, because gaming on TikTok is blowing up actually pretty big right now. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually pretty crazy, um, and I wish I would have paid more attention to it uh, two years ago, but. Um, TikTok is definitely blowing up. YouTube is a good avenue because it gives you that, like, a, you know, like I said, that produced video kind of content. Okay. Um, you know, the kind of stuff I typically like watching on YouTube is more like breakdowns and discussions of things. And I find that that stuff fits better over there versus like a live format like Twitch, um, where, like I said, you can tune in for various reasons. You know, I watch anything from pro players to people who do charity stuff to, People I might just think are funny or, you know, entertaining. Um, but it's really all about, like, finding your own voice in the industry. Like I said, there are, at any given point, a few million people streaming on Twitch every day. Um, that's not an exaggeration. That's just a fact. Um, mm -hmm. Like, how are you planning on standing out from the millions of other voices? You know, how do you get somebody to click on your page? 
Okay. But yeah, that's that's. I mean, I could go on all. So in a nutshell, man, you got to do work. Like it's it's hard work, man. It's they fantasize it because it's games. (laughs) Video games, fun. And I think because they just see the successes, they don't. And yeah, kind of framed as if all you got to do is get on there and start. No. You're it's gonna a nine to five, man. It's literally a nine. I'll to give five. you, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, you know, like I told you, it's live interaction. You know, real time, all real time. I was having audio issues for like a month straight. Oh, <laughs> I'm talking like I would spend 30, 45 minutes on stream trying to fix audio and stuff. And I turned it into a game, man. I started, you know, every time I fix one thing and something else broke, I'd be like, all right, guys, we on audio level two. It's time to fix this, you know, and, and, and people, you know, you know, get the get the community to interact and laugh at those yeah. at those points, you know, because it's all about, like I said, keeping those eyes on you, keeping that we attention. IT man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> own IT guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, those are things you have to think hey, about. Man, didn't I teach you? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wouldn't have made Probably wouldn't be streaming if it weren't for you, man. Shoot. Dude, we got episodes <laughs> of the podcast on the cutting room floor that we canceled because the yeah. audio sounded so bad. I was like, dude, we can't use this. It yeah, sounds- audio, bad audio can ruin imagery, man. Like, mm-hmm. you could look as good as one, but when the audio is bad, something about it. Like, if if the audio is good and the, the video is bad, you can, you can deal with it. Yeah. But once that auditory goes away, like, you're like, ah. You hit the nail on the head, man. That's definitely a big one. Um, like if I'm if I'm browsing through Twitch and I click on somebody's stream and I get on there and they, all they're doing is like yelling, screaming or something, I'll, I'll click off the page quick. Mm-hmm. You know, or if they, they're having audio issues and I can't really understand them, well, time to go to somebody else. Um, nope. it's just, that's just the society we live in. So you really only have a couple of seconds to catch someone's attention on Twitch and keeping it is even more difficult. You know, a lot of times people think, you know, cause just like DC was saying, you know, there's a couple of different, you can become an affiliate with the website, which essentially makes you an independent contractor where you can get that sub button. Okay. Revenue is usually split uh, 50%. So, you know, someone will sub to you for $5, Twitch will keep 250. Oh, okay. Um, and you also have to pay taxes on this money. That's one thing I will tell people as well. If oh you get into this and you start making money, Mm-hmm. Government wants their cut. There is no taxes taken out of tips and donations when they're given to you. Um, so when hmm. you, it's just like with freelancing. You know, you guys have all freelance. Once you make a certain threshold, yeah, you have to take a, a little bit off the top to give to the government. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's yeah. something else that Joe, people could Joe want his money, man. Uncle Joe want his money. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, no dental plan people. Just yeah, there's not really no any. Medical. I mean, this this industry has only been around for about ten years, so. You don't really have that kind of stuff. So if you're a full time, you know, you're a dad who's a full time streamer that has kids, mm-hmm. um, you know, you might not necessarily be able to get insurance for them. Or you might have to get through it, you know, through your partner's job. It's, those are the types of things that okay people like you have should to. be aware of. You know, it's not just mm-hmm. I'm going to get on, go live. I'm going to play 2K. I'm going to have 100 people watching me every night. You know, mm-hmm. it's. Sometimes mm. you'll get zero. <laughs> that, you know, you get a couple of them streams, man, and start messing with your head a little bit. You're like, man, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. I probably suck. You know, it's just no, nah, but it's, it's ugly. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, you got to put in that legwork. I mean, mm-hmm. I, my background, like with, with Mike and I starting this, it's like I know it's going to be tough, but I I came up in college radio where my my what's the name, my circle and 
the radius of what the the radio station could reach was just the campus. But even within the campus, you'd sometimes be broadcasting to one person. Yeah. And that person would be requesting songs all night. So <laughs> I got into this. I was I was like, yo, I need to grind. I know the grind, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but speaking of grind, before going any further, I would be remiss if I didn't talk to my man Fresco and talk What's about up, how What's things up? are going now because somebody dropped like somebody dropped the four lines of yeah. And I know the, nice. the Super Weapon Brothers Appreciate got a sponsorship it. deal because my man, um, <laughs> <laughs> Omega Side Brothers, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I, I'm like, I want to incorporate you into this because you are part of our community. You're part of our, you know, our family right here because you mm-hmm. came up together. And I'm proud to say that all of you have created something after college. And yeah. the new fall line of the, the Brothers clothing line just... They, it was a sneak peek put out on the internets. You know what I'm saying? And I want to know: Is there going to be a three, four X line? Because I'm, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm not Lango here. I'm not comfortable nah. being Schmedium. You know what I'm saying? So not like it's definitely, we definitely gonna expand. You know what I'm saying? As as we grow, um, like early on, you know, trial and error, we went through a lot of like testing different sizes and mm-hmm. uh, seeing what the demand was. So like. You know, me and you talked about this personally. Um, you know, uh, we used to do three X's. You know, sometimes we'll 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 reach out to our customers and you know show them little previews like, hey, you know, I know you wear a bigger size, but you want this, and we could do that because we was on such a small scale. Like we we communicate with any everybody in our DMs, anybody who has a question like about brothers' clothing or got some suggestions, they can always just like you know DM us because we try our best to respond. So. Like we definitely did some trial errors with like you know running three X's and four X's, and people weren't buying them at first. But you know I couldn't really you know I didn't I'm not saying I was shocked that nobody was buying it. You know as small as as we are, but you know with with us growing and reaching all these people, like we was gaining an average of two hundred followers a month since February. Okay. So nice. um, with that, you know we had to you know up the ante a little bit because you know we ordered a lot of pieces you know what i'm saying so we put a lot of money in it in this fall line but like i said going back to the 3x thing we are trying to you know what i'm saying expand in our you know our reach to every customer so you <laughs> definitely you definitely will see a 3x from here on out definitely and i'm i'm just i'm just i'm just joking. i know i know but I, i'm just super proud like that that fall line i saw the, the thing drop and i was like what I might yeah, have to that, uh, yeah, for sure. that jogger. You know what I'm saying? That looks hot. Yeah, yeah. You know, put a little creativity in it. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead. No, I'm gonna buy it even though I can't fit in it. I'm a, I'm a, he, all, you always buy. I appreciate. I, I appreciate Mango, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, got the hat. Look, know, my, my head. He sponsored, hat, but you know. Yeah, he all he sponsored all throughout. Okay. All on Super Weapon with the brothers. Okay, Micah, you know what that means for us that we, we you know, so yeah, well, you know, that's next. I told you, I'm waiting on my chain, I'm waiting on the chain, I'm waiting on the rock chain, you know. Well, well, once we get to like, once we get like a hundred thousand followers or something, I might get you a chain, man. You know what I'm saying? We got work to do that, Micah. We're gonna get yeah. it, man. Let's do it. Well, you know, it, it, we on the up and up, so you know, I'm being patient with it. Okay, and before I go, I mean, I was joking about it earlier, but you're you're right up in the in the Atlanta, is it? The voyage, the, the voyage, voyage, ATL, yeah. How, how did that come about? How did that come about? Because that's that's big. Uh, actually, it started. Yeah, actually, um, 
my business partner, um, um, one of his uh one of his friends uh suggested or uh referred us, you know, through them, and then they, you know, they contact us, mm-hmm. and you know, I guess they do they do diligence because from what I heard, they don't just accept like everybody. No, they don't. Like they want they want to see how legit you are and if you're doing mm-hmm. your part and carrying your business as far as like growing every day, you know, posting content every day. Um, so I guess they like what they saw and they, you know, they, they hit us with an email. We responded, you know, we was going back and forth for about a week and, you know, it, it happened. It happened that fast. Like I, I didn't expect it, uh, but yeah, it happened. And that was dope. I was, I was, I was really proud of that. I've seen that. Cause I know I, I had a couple of other friends I know who've gotten on there and yeah. I know to get in there, it's not like round robin. They just throwing everybody yeah. in there. You got to be serious. So yeah, the fact that people are seeing the quality, because as I can see by looking at you right now, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You? The new line, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't crazy. understand how hey, you see the stitching. Together outfits right now, because <laughs> if you don't realize I'm, I'm seeing this and I hope people see this, that hat accents. The shit. So that means they went into this with the thought pattern is we have certain hats and we have certain styles and colors. We need to produce garments that that person could just put on the whole outfit. So you can have the ATL hat mm-hmm. matching with the offsetting. What is that? Is that baby blue? Is that sky blue? Steel wow. blue. Steel blue. I didn't even know mm-hmm. there was steel blue. I didn't. There was a steel yeah. blue. So, I, name, I name all, the, uh, all the colors. Oh, so you create all the colors? Yeah, like I, it may come with a color mm-hmm. already attached to it, but I'm like, no, nah, I don't like that name. I need something a little more that ties in with the brand. I as far as you know, what I'm saying so. I, I, I every color you see named uh-huh. on the site, I picked it. Okay, and I ran it across I like, my partner. Like coordination that's going on right here. Like appreciate it. Appreciate the off, off gray with the, yeah. with the with steel blue and the mm-hmm. gold chain mm-hmm. off the chain. Off the chain. That's nice. Uh, <laughs> appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> That's great. Michael, you go ahead. What you got to say? All right. So I guess since we know we're talking about, you know, details and, and things like that, mm-hmm. I thought about color theory automatically. Yeah, and stuff definitely. Time back theory. into school. It's like everything, yeah. every experience we all have gone through, it is coming into fruition in what we're doing now. Definitely. You know, every definitely. small detail. True. Because I know Corey, I, I just off conversations, I know how he is about like the sound of things he wants is to roll off the tongue so he didn't mm-hmm. want a normal color a base color he wanted steel blue you know yeah, i didn't even know that was a, a blue i didn't know either blue, but i didn't know you know actually yeah i didn't know how that was going to transfer to clothing like i knew that was a See? color yeah but i the way you finessed it like but but that goes back to the whole thing we talk about like like darius was mentioning is your branding baby like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I can't just come out here and say blue. You can tell they yeah. take pride in it. You steal blue because that goes along with the brothers. Like, brothers ain't just going to be, hey, we got blue, we got gray. Like, so you wake up and I bet you in his head, he's probably thinking what we're going to start doing is we're going to start like curating outfits. So that means he's going to give yeah. you the, the hat, the shirt and probably the joggers. I don't know if he has the joggers on. Do you got the joggers on? I got the uh, I got I got one of 
I got a pair of the shorts on, but it's like a different color. Yeah, but because you know he's he's from East Atlanta, that's how they do. So <laughs> <laughs> I bet you if if I if I know Corey and I might be giving him some info, I bet you what he's gonna start doing is like, hey, on the website, if you put the outfit together like this, like how they do with wine when you eat food. Oh, I, I definitely, I definitely thought about like you know being being a curator. Yeah, yeah I definitely thought being a curator online like. You don't have to wear it exactly how I present it. You can, you know, I can set it up and you can be like, oh, I didn't know you would put that with that. Oh, that looks nice. So, you know, I used to do that at Detail Law. I worked in fashion for like. That's where I came from. I ain't forget where you worked at. I knew what you did there. So I yeah. know you're thinking about that already. Definitely, definitely. And like with the whole like, the, the like coming up with the with the colors, uh-huh. I, I get that. I stole that from the sneaker game. Like I seen how people don't even call the shoe what it really is like they, oh they they won't say oh let me get those number 11 Jordans. they were like let me get the concord so a, a certain color and a certain and a certain name stuck with a product more than the actual name of the actual product so i was like okay because when we get like you know questions from from customers and stuff like that i already know what they're talking about based on the color that i came up with i don't have to go back and look through an archive of like orders to be like okay i i know we dropped like five blue shirts which blue shirt they talk oh you talking about the steel blue or you talking about the orchid blue and if i say oh they're like yeah you know i bought the orchid this damn i know exactly where to go it's easier for me to navigate in my system you know what i'm saying to find whatever i need to find too so i i kind of took that from the whole like sneaker game nice yeah oh lynn i think you're uh, audio i think you're muted lynn my bad, fellas. Yeah, My yeah. <laughs> Audio. We just talked about Audio, it. Yeah. Sure did. I, yeah. I hit the mute button. I hit the mute button on the it's on the Normally, it's I do But you know, saying, but that's what I'm saying. I know, I know what Corey's doing, and, and that's what I'm proud to say that with you fellas, that you guys are are detail oriented. You're not just people who who play the games, who who are gonna go out there and and put images on a T-shirt and try to sell you. Like for I know for Corey, this is. This is a lifestyle. I know for Darius and Lango, it's a lifestyle. Same thing with Mike. It's a lifestyle. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not just selling you something. The brand is me, and this is me on the daily. So mm-hmm. whatever you see is is me. So I want Definitely. the flowers for that. So, Appreciate it. So, so what I want to get into next right now, it's just a little trip down memory lane. Mm. Hold on. Mm. Hold on. How far are we going down? Because um, you know, there's some things I can't talk about. Oh, you, I mean, you can, you can, <laughs> you can um, you can um, censor yourself. So you can edit yourself. You know, say because okay, we all know. So now, I remember. Very uh, stupid. When I first, when I first got to the school, mm-hmm. I know Corey. Corey was, you know, Corey was the man. So <laughs> Lango was doing his thing. You know, Lango was Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> Darius and Micah, like they were like, you know, off to themselves. Darius was in and out doing his thing. Thought it wasn't for me. Micah was a mysterious character. Yeah. Yeah, Micah, yeah. Micah would, would show up. He had the what do you have? The what did, what did Micah push? The Chevy um the blazer? The blazer, like the blazer. That was Bertha now. That like, like that's what they push out there. Nothing but Chevy's. So I was thinking. Because I know when I started, I, I found out later on, like a lot of people was like, Linton, I don't like him. And I'm like, 
damn, bro, like, what did I do to you? I want to know what was your first impression of me, and I'll I'll do the same for you. So whoever wants to lead off. Oh man, I thought. You were, okay, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I thought you were. Um, I thought you were just kind of like another old black dude from around the way, man. Like, dude, <laughs> I didn't even know sit here and lie, man. Like, first conversation with us. I think you said like, funny. Oh, like, uh, what was the guy who used to work? Wasn't it Jesse? Oh. Creeper. Creeper. Oh. That's who it was, man. Who was that? Oh, man. I don't remember the guy who was. Uh, he was a uh, head of IT support before me. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just yeah. thought you were a little bit of a jerk, man. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but then, I, like, I, you know, when I started getting interested, getting interested in working in work study, um, I mean, to be quite honest and blunt, the cage was the best place to work, in my opinion. Bro, what? Uh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's just my honest. You're not lying. Leave it at that. I mean, I'm not gonna go on a tangent. Okay, but, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. All right. All right. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll into it. <laughs> Uh, I can kind of agree with with Darius. I I was like, man, this dude an asshole. <laughs> but I was like, over time, I'm like, bro, he just like me, bro. But he just older. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like people who like me. But I'm like, he was one of the <laughs> coolest dudes. Once I got to know him, hands down. Besides y'all and like you know a few others, one of the coolest dudes I ever met. At the school, like he was the whole reason I even started going to the cage. You won't see me at no cage unless I was printing paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm up at the cage, you know, every hang time out. just just to hang out with Linton and y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, yeah, coolest dude ever. Because <laughs> once I'm once y'all done, I'm coming back. Like, Ooh, I'm scared, bro. <laughs> no, no, I'm sick. Let me go ahead and get out the way. Then let uh, me go ahead and go. Off. I need to leave the call real quick. <laughs> Uh, I know every time I used to run into him, he used to be like, what is he going to say? Is he going to say something? He's going to say something. I <laughs> what is he going to say? Because I used to not talk much. Oh, right. you know, I used to be nope. like, I know. And he used to just wait for me to say something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> what you need, bro? What you need? You know? He did, but, you know, bro. We was cool, and we used to just chop it up about sports, too. That's just – he would see my hat or something like that, and he used to ask me, but – it was pretty light, you know. He wasn't jerk to me, but and then know. this mango. Oh, oh, he had to pray for he got on. Go ahead. I, I saw the hands. I was like, <laughs> first time I saw Linton, he made a comment. Mm. Did Linton? What did he say? He was like, like he was like, because I had my dress wasn't that long, and I had like the headband oh. pulled back. Mm-hmm. Just like. Mm. He was like, dude, you look like you fresh out. That's your first that's your first comment. First comment. I respect Linton because I looked at him and I sized him up. <laughs> and he didn't buck down. Like he sized me up. He said what he and, said. Uh, it was yeah. kind of a mutual respect. <laughs> I was like, oh, I see this guy coming from. <laughs> and it was just funny because. I think we all like our first impressions of Lynn was kind of like an asshole, but mm-hmm. it, it was the same with the rest of y'all. Like, I don't know why. Once I got to once once I got to know Lynn, like 
he always looked out, man. And like, you can't yeah. never take that from him. No, and he, yeah. like the cage was, I, I remember he used to let me come back there and do my like homework or whatever. Yep. We I ain't here. Stick it, even if we wasn't supposed to necessarily be back there because we didn't work there. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh, come to the back where they can't see you, you know. Right. Over here and just, yeah. You know, Y'all got to be quiet, though, because, you know, he'd be back there roasting people and mm-hmm. he'd be laughing. Oh, and- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. he was laughing at so, yeah. when But he, to add to that, he's though, a solid dude, man. to add to that, he only did it if he if he rocked with you. Yeah, exactly. Like to, yeah, if exactly. he didn't talk to you, he, he probably didn't care like, about you at all. So he would just stop laughing immediately. It came from a good place, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. it came. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> It's like a big brother. It's like a big mm-hmm. I knew I knew we was cool when you started letting me print for free. Then we used to have to pay for that. Yeah. Or was it free? Yeah, oh yeah. No. When I started getting free prints, the I said, the limitations is off. It, I it, said this is my guy. Like you weren't, supposed to, you weren't supposed to print for free, but the statute of limitations is over. So yeah, uh, you, they, you, they, you, they you got, got bigger problems than worry about printing paper right now. Yeah, they definitely got more to worry about all that stuff. They <laughs> yeah, they got a lot more to worry. About. <laughs> and here's the deal. So when I when I first got there, right, there was uh, you remember Rizzy? She doing her thing in um, North Carolina. She's doing the, a lot of holistic stuff and, and whatnot. Oh, she yeah. started. Matter of fact, she just opened. She had just got her own um, like office space to do her like holistic healing and. she's doing a lot of good things she was identified as the leader of the students so they were like linton you go in there and shut that down Mm. fbi agent yeah because (laughs) they were like she's she's got these students like she can cause like sit-ins and riots and whatnot so she's too powerful (laughs) so they sent me in like i was homeboy in that uh what's the thing with uh uh about uh the Black Panthers, where it's like G, uh, Judas and the, the Messiah. I was like, what up? Are you sending me in here as a lady? So I went in. I got to meet Rizzy, and I was like, okay, I understand. And there was uh, Lavoris, rest in peace to him. And yeah. she had people. She had personality and charisma. But I was like, okay, I'm not going in. I'm not coming here to, like, because I've seen there's a lot of black students, but I, I understand why she was doing it. So I was like, I just want them to know that, listen, this is not going to be a fight. I'm here to help you guys. Like, mm-hmm. and that's like, I have access to things that can help you. So I don't want to turn it into us against you. I want it to be, how can I help you guys get to, you know what I'm saying? How, what, a, what, wait a minute, my wife, that's when I first met you. How my wife gonna say this? She ain't wrong. She ain't wrong. She didn't <laughs> for another time. But, I was like, yo, I'm here to help you guys. And I want you to understand that. And and me coming up with the people that I know, I know if I'm jonesing with you and I'm and I, I take my time out to tease with you, because I'm just trying to create, you know, an end. So it's like, okay, I want you to because you guys would walk up. You know, all the, the reason I showed Darius poses from before is because that's how the face you guys came up with. <laughs> I was an asshole, but I'm like, yo, y'all too uptight. So everybody come up to the cage like. Yeah, <laughs> I can't deny that. Um, yeah, that's true stress. Corey wouldn't even come up. Corey might just say, "I printed something. I need to get it." I don't know. <laughs> All right. Lango was with uh, what's her name? Um, baby girl. Uh, he was booed up. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. I was married yeah. in college. It's true. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Things changed. Man, <laughs> I'm out here now, man. Things changed, Darius. Things changed. Mm. 
But what's funny? Funny was that Michael was real quiet. You know, so he had people that loved him. But um, so I was like, I gotta get these dudes to loosen up because the people I know, I went to Clark Atlanta University. And I was like, yo, basically, Art Atlanta Decatur, Art Institute Atlanta Decatur was an HBCU. Like the majority of students yeah. were African American, and I'm like, I need to help put them and get them to to let me in, so I can put, like, I can help them get some, you know, some help, so to speak. So I was <clears> like, I gotta tease them, and that's just my nature. And I grew up, my best friends, that's how we Jones, and even when I went to Clark Atlanta, my my mentors, that's how they came at us too, because they were trying to size you up, like. If you're really about something, you're gonna you're gonna come back to me. You're gonna realize if I'm even dealing with you or took the time out to make a specific comment, it's not meant to embarrass, it's just to let the guard down. Yeah. So I remember I would see Darius walking into the room and little chicks coming after him. Corey always had all the the, the fashion girls coming after him. He was always clean. Michael would be sneaking in like <laughs> let me get a key, bro. I, <laughs> <laughs> Lango was just Lango. You know Lango. He was he was gonna say something. So I was like, I gotta get it in with these dudes because I saw you guys as leaders. Like I I literally saw you guys as leaders. I was like, I need to get them on my side so they can help me help the others. Because mm-hmm. a lot of those people didn't they didn't see it. They just saw me as oh, you're the new black guy behind the counter. And I was yeah. like, more than that. There's things I can offer to help you guys as far as like even just the printing, like Corey said, I'm like, these are things that we're, the, the, the model of the school, the mission was to help you guys. So I was like, I'm not going to overcharge you for printing. I want you to put your best work out there so you can get jobs. The same thing with Darius. Like, all right, we and him t- got to talk and I was like, all right, you come work here, but make sure you do your schoolwork and make sure you do my work. And then you're going you're gonna to go <laughs> and get better. But Darius would be notorious for like, I'm just doing my work. And I'm like, bruh, yeah, I used to have to get up and count them rooms sometimes. Yeah, I was like, go count the rooms, bro. But <laughs> you know, he'd be walking out like, you know, Darius with his eleven seventeen wingspan, like <laughs> walking down, taking change. And Lango was just, you know, basically, Lango was Lango. Like he, he kind of like, I never, I, I tease Lango, but he had the same personality as me. Like he would walk into a room and tease somebody just by yeah. looking at him. But it was yeah. a lot of. You know, oh say, my goodness! Yeah, it was all about love. So me and Lango from the beginning was like we were cool, but everybody else, I just want to let y'all know, I wasn't trying to be an asshole. I just wanted you guys to let down the gangster grills. Like you guys, mm. you walked up, everybody like, yeah, I get a key to two fourteen or whatever the hell the room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Corey might send a chick to go get him something. Like you know what I mean? Be like, yo, go pick that pain that like, for me. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> my first impression for you guys were these are the teams who are the leaders you know what I'm saying so I need to ingratiate you myself to you guys so I just want to let you guys know that from the beginning I know what everyone thinks because I, I heard like I, I controlled all the computers so I could see what people would, were saying and I heard everything like and it, it, it didn't mm. it didn't bother me there's some people out there to this day probably still hate me but I was like hey man I try I'm just trying to help you so mm-hmm. I just wanted to get that out of the way. So now my next question for you guys is like when you what made you guys decide on game art? Because a lot of us didn't grow up in communities where these things might have been, let's say, in our faces. So like Darius and Lango and I think Corey was still game. All of you guys were, were game art designers, some some form of it. Yeah. What? Um 
what was the what was the the the, the moment that you said, "Hey, I want to just not play the video games. I want to be in the behind the scenes of making the yeah. video games." I go first. My story gonna be short. So okay. like, like, like I told y'all on, on the last uh, on the last podcast mm-hmm. that initially, like everybody thought I was graphic. Like my, my initial coming I into the Art Institute mm-hmm. was was game art. Like I, t- I came in as a game and art design student. I wanted to, you know, I seen how these these games were being created, and like me being a, a more of a realistic like drawer so I, I was like how can i make that scene look better like i used to sit there and question myself a lot like maybe i could have i could have drew this a little different from how they did it to make that scene a little more you know emphatic with the you know with the visuals but mm-hmm. you know, when i got into it and the courses i was taking i was like yeah i'm gonna go ahead and get up out of this because <laughs> i was like i'm not liking where it's headed but i mean other than that uh, game game are always been a part of my life because I've been playing game. I done had every system known to man except for these elusive PS5s and Xboxes. Well, did uh, you other have than Commodore 64? I had everything. You had the Commodore 64? You couldn't have. There's no way. What is that? Oh, I thought you just said 64, bro. That sounds like that was for the Commodores. That's already. Like, I don't. That's, a, <laughs> that's floppy <laughs> right there. That's floppy disk. Yeah. I have no <laughs> knowledge of, of a floppy disk game. Uh, only thing I know is blow a cartridge. Put it yeah, in. This with the, um, the Atari controller. Oh, oh, no, that's, that's just a that's some old school. That's that's just about Lego, Lego about, it. about it. I'm you lost. Some some classic stuff there. Oh, and, and the thing is, I see. I thought I was a gamer, but I'm not. When I came up, the video games were on the, the floppy disk, the big three and a half inch plastic, Ooh. and we had to put it in the machine, mm-hmm. switch to close it, and you hear the grrr, and you feel it spinning. Damn. Really? That system is what color is it? I was very I young, but I remember that. I know what Lynn's talking the about. The Commodore 64 was like an all in one computer. It was like it was just a computer. You plugged it up to your screen. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I remember that. No, I didn't have that one. Mm-hmm. I think they stopped making them. Yeah, they did. When they, I was they when did. I start when I started playing yeah. games. But I had I had Super Nintendo, I had Sega Genesis, uh mm-hmm. 64. I had every, all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes. I just you know, I played everything, you know, pitfall on, you know. Super Nintendo. That oh, was one of my favorite games. Sixty four and Atari. See? Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to, I used to love the duck game on on Atari. I was addicted. Mm-hmm. But you, mentally, it was getting me ready. <laughs> you know, for the streets. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Translated. I'm joking. I'm joking. He's like, oh, I know. He's a later, baby. Yeah. What about yeah. you, uh, Darius? Um. Man, it's it's you know kind of like a similar story to Corey's man. Like I was always a, it was always an outlet for me. You know, mm-hmm. growing up in a single parent home. Yeah. Um. You know, my mom really was. She would she would buy us uh, games. Um. Growing up, I mean, we me and my brother were very active. Uh. We, you know, played a lot of sports. I grew up playing football. He grew up playing football and uh, mm-hmm. baseball. But it's something about just like the storytelling in games and just the the fun of playing with your friends those are some of like the fondest memories i have like playing games with with people i grew up with you know just like you were saying in the same room before mm-hmm. you know gaming went online um and I, <laughs> I to be honest with you it was either go to art school or go to the military um not saying that i was forced into those two choices um 
I just see a lot for a lot of our our younger brothers. You know, what I'm saying these are the options. Like, what I'm trying to point out is the reality of choosing this because some people don't have that option. It's either don't do anything or just go to the military. Right. And that's the that's the thing, man. It's it's just like you know Corey was saying. You become curious about you Mm -hmm. know okay, how do these games get made? Who makes these games? And um, you know, that's really where it kind of started with me. Um like early high school till you know senior year and you know then i found out i didn't have to take the sats to go to art school so like, oh, that's even better uh, <laughs> uh i wasted my time man you know full disclosure i did not take the sats but i turned out okay uh yeah i mean it's 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 just a standardized test right, right. but yeah. um yeah man it was it was it, it's kind of like born out of that and my desire to just um do better for yourself. You know, do better your- for myself. And, and you know, like I said, man, you know, my mom, she was somebody that was very important to me, um, especially coming out of school. I always wanted to do good for her, you know, because mm-hmm. she always worked her butt off to mm-hmm. provide for me and my brother. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's just always kind of at the forefront of my mind. I'm sorry. I'm getting a little choked up a little bit. Nah, don't worry about it, bro. Don't you worry good, about bro. It. Mm-hmm. Good. But um, yeah. All right. All good. All good. What about you, Lango? Um, my 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 story is a little bit different because when I came to the art institute, I wasn't in gaming. It was uh, graphic design, mm-hmm. and how I got there was very interesting. I believe I told the fellas this before. Well, you ain't told me, so go ahead. Now you ain't tell oh, me. No, 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 no. Um, I, I'll let you. <laughs> the hell. All black people like, bro. All black people. <laughs> Before I came to the Art Institute, I was doing military contract work over in Dubai. Mm-hmm. So we they used to they used to have like these wild like lavish parties. So mm-hmm. I used to make some of the most horrible flyers. Oh, okay. Known to man, right? I thought you were gonna say life decisions, but go ahead. No, <laughs> well, that's true. Well, yeah, I did a lot of partying and that's still making those. I know. But, I mean, I was just throwing stuff together on I had this raggedy uh gaming laptop. It was horrible. I think I was doing stuff like in Microsoft Paint mm-hmm. and a bootleg version Damn. of Photoshop. Like everybody starts in paint. Dude, yeah. yeah. If on I can find some of these posters, I'll send them to you. Mm-hmm. And people, oh, they encouraged it. Like, they was like, oh, man, you know, he makes he makes these flyers and blah, blah, blah. And he's good at it. And <laughs> beforehand, I didn't know. I didn't know what I wanted to do because I, I hadn't kind of like. Laughing, though. I had no guidance, nothing. I got out of military. I started doing military contracting. And I was still trying to find my way. But um, I started creating these flyers and. They were horrible, but I was having fun creating them. And then people were paying me like a lot of money for this stuff. So I was like, damn, I can make money doing this. (laughs) You know, long story short, when I came back to the state, I was like, you know, I was like, man, is there any kind of degree or program I can get into to kind of sharpen my skills with this? And so I was looking around. I, I went to Georgia State, which is, I'm so glad I didn't go there. Mm. I wouldn't have made it out. Me. But, you know, it, I, you. I came across the Art Institute, and one of the 
one of the emissions officers, man, she was so bad. But yeah, that's not a coincidence. That's not a coincidence. No, we had a long, hair. but we had a. It was D. We had a long conversation mm. about like designing and stuff, and I found the graphic design program, so I signed up, and that's pretty much it, man. I jumped into it, and I the classes. Everything I liked it, and I sharpened my skills. I wasn't using a bootleg, raggedy laptop anymore, and you know, um, I started freelancing while I was in school, mm-hmm. and kind of worked my way through school, like freelancing and just doing little odds and ends things, and living off my military benefits, and it was fun, man. I, I don't regret anything at all. the The experience was definitely great, man. So, and I met these guys and. Here we are. That's it. What about you, Micah? Mm. Oh man, um, I always I say right here. Saturday morning cartoons. Growing up, okay. uh, mm. watched them till about what time today? In two o'clock. Yeah, usually about. Um, but yeah, we'll I know one thing that did catapult it as cheesy as it may sound. Um, around that time, I think ATL came out, and oh, you thought you. Uh, were- Oh. Well, I, I didn't think I was, but I felt what that way. He was on the brochure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Um, I know who you're talking about. Esquire. Esquire. Yeah, Esquire. Mm. I get that a lot. I get that a lot. But no, mm. I felt like T.I. character. You know, he drew, but no one knew. Wait, wait, pause, pause. What? T.I.'s character. He drew. He character like in the movie. You I felt that. like the character. You was Esquire. I, I got oh. that. I get. That. I still get that. He, he's saying he looked like him, but he felt like he was yeah, T.I. with all like his talent. Yeah. You know, but he was really, yes, I right. had the polo on and the, you know, the I'll golf. Be, I'll let you, you know. Yeah. But, you know, no one really knew I drew except my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, uh, I guess, I think it was a tour of the school and seeing other people like me, you know, mm-hmm. interested in taking courses on it and expounding on that, you know, God given talent. Okay. Um, that's pretty much what drew me in and, you know, just been freelancing and just doing my own thing ever since, you know? Cool. Yep. Cool. I mean, the reason I bring that, the reason I bring that up because I, 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 when I met you guys, I was super encouraged that young brothers took the opportunity to, to pursue higher education because, you know, in our community, a lot of times people be like, Oh, you want to go to college. And I'm not saying that you have to go to college to be successful, but sometimes if you're, your surroundings are limiting you and as far as options is to get what the information you need for your yeah. endeavors, college is the next best option. So I, I was super excited to see you guys there and taking it this seriously. So when I say what made you come to college, these were the same things for me. Like, okay, I don't know anybody around me that does what I want to do, but I, I do want to do it. So the next best thing is to go to college and take this serious and, and see where it leads because from that you guys have now have your network. I was told this in my junior senior year by my mentor, Brian Jenkins. He was like, Hey, the people that you work here with today and go to school with, they're going to be your network for everything you want to do in the future. And just, you see the synergy. Um, there's Corey with the, with the, um, the, 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 the clothing line, but now you guys, um, Lango and, and Darius, you're doing your, your, your what's the name your podcast now you have this network and this connection with Corey that you guys have a mutual interest to help each other out so now 
Corey gets his his clothing lying out there and to a whole nother mass of people that he might not have reached on his own because now he's in, he's tapped into the gaming community. So anybody in, in essence who, who, who links up with you guys kind of have your personality. So now they have another thing from themselves that, Hey, this is another, another way for me to show my personality. I'm going to buy brothers clothing and the same thing, vice versa. Now you're helping him and he's helping you and going forward and just even us doing this podcast together, this is your network. And so many, people other than us in the African-American community have these things that they utilize it every day. And we as a, 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 a culture are so used to, I got to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. And right. the fact that you guys not only have a friendship, but you have a, a business working relationship is a beautiful thing because in this game, entertainment, media, finance, you're going to have to have people you know to help you along the way. So many people think I just got to do it myself and get signed to a major label, whatever. But it, the, the actuality is you guys are your, your network. You are the, 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 your business. So not just trying to appease the, the masses, you guys can create together and grow together. So that's what I wanted to let you guys know. Like this podcast, what you guys doing this reunion special, it's not just about me cracking jokes on you guys, but it's really letting you guys know you guys are, the vision you guys are that you like you're not just doing something on your own you guys are living a dream something that i was told years ago that you have to do and a lot of us struggle with that because we were told you gotta succeed on your own you gotta get signed by this person you gotta work with the mtvs you gotta work with the bts no you guys gotta just work together and those people will come to you so i just wanted mm-hmm. to put that out there you know what I'm saying knowledge just wanted to let that be known <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I agree with that, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because 100%. so much of your industry is who you know. It's not just what you know, it's who you know. And, it's and how you can help each other. Connections. It's not forced. Mm-hmm. I don't go to Corey expecting nothing. I don't expect any, like, yo, bro, can you give me a shirt? Like, no, I told him I'll, I'll pay for it. Like, that's you got to do talking about because he even said, you know, he's like, I can make you a double X, you know? And I'm like, well, let me know um the extra cost if there's any extra cost i'm mm-hmm. willing to invest in my friends like i'm not looking i bought artwork from micah yeah. i'm not looking for a discount micah what would you what would you charge the public charge me because mm-hmm. i want to support you i want to support you guys like if you have something going on um i i, I want to genuinely support it because i genuinely rock with you guys like mm-hmm. it's not it's nothing fake about the connections here you know and i think that's very uh, it's a it's a key component to you know the growth of what we're trying to do like definitely look at your friends and support their business like look at them as a business like i don't never ask for nothing from anybody like i have a cousin he's a videographer no like i don't want that for free i don't want to hey what what would you charge him Support, but charge me definitely and if i take my craft serious i'm going to spend the money just like even with all this equipment like you know darius me and darius was talking when i back on my yeti mic before i had my mixer and all this and i was just like nah i'm going to buy this stuff because i want to sound good i want us to sound good i want Mm -hmm. when people tune in i want them to hear all this illustrious 
sexiness. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like it's what we've, it's what we've been harping on. You have to take yeah, sexiness. You have to sexiness. you have to take your craft serious, man. And I respect everybody on here and what they're doing in their own individual space. And if you ever need something from me, then just let me know. Definitely. And like, quick shout out, the fact that you just said that, because, you know, we, we're deeper than just the five of us here on the thing. There's, there's also, you met my man, Tori Montrell. He just, he put a, uh, I'm going to put it back up. You know what I'm saying? You yell at people in the hallways, because you did yell at people in the hallways for no reason. I was, he yelled at me when he first met me. Yeah. So, he choked people. Throwing that out there. Talk about that. Yeah, he was he was known for just yelling at people arbitrarily. Like I would, be, I'll be sitting in the cage and he would just yell at somebody walking out the hallway. Hey, what they do to you? Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, get out the way. Come here. <laughs> yeah, but Tori, he did the graphic for the for the new logo. The the just just the fact that I called him up was like, hey, can you do this for me? And I'm, I'm I didn't call him to be like, yo, it's free. I'm like, what's the cost? Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Tori did something for me before that because I I was taught I work with Tori. What's that? I said we all work with Tori because I've yeah, gotten things done Corey, too. Corey, Mr. Fresco over here, he did one of our graphics for me before. I just hit him up like, "Hey, I need this done," and I was like, "What does it cost?" I'm not trying to get any discounts or deals because I know mm-hmm. you work hard for this, and I knew Corey's work, and I was like, I liked it. So, but um, Tori did the stuff for me. And also, there's um, uh, Quay. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've done stuff with Quay, and I'm Michael. We got to talk about that. We're gonna have Quay on here. Him and Tori yeah. on here. As far as the illustration and stuff, because Quay got something going on with the um, the neon lights. Neon lights. Well, yeah. Oh, man. He, I'm like, yo, I got to get on that. I, gotta, I might put that in the background lingo like I was talking about mm-hmm. Darius with my background design. Because yeah. y'all, y'all don't notice Darius got hexagons projected on his walls back there. That's the honeycomb yeah. hideout. Honeycomb hideout. You know what <laughs> honeycomb hideout in the background. I was That's like, yo. Visual. I'll be watching the podcast. I'll be like, yo. He over here got some nice, you know, interior design efforts. But I'm saying is we have a lot of people doing a lot of things with a lot of talent and we must utilize that. Like, that's something that I'm I'm very I'm very adamant about. Like, that's why I started the podcast. Like I told Darius and, and Michael before, like this podcast is not about me. It's the fact that I'm this older man who came from Trinidad and Tobago and was given a blessing to be here. And I talked to the most high job long time ago. Like, yo, if you gave me the chance, I don't care. I don't need to blow up. I don't need to be super. I just want an opportunity to see the world. I need to experience more than just this little island that I'm on. And the fact that I know you guys, that's just the fruition of it. And I want to, the podcast is to the really cool people that I've met along my journey. You know what I'm saying? I want you to know them and I want to help them get, get out there. I don't need anything from them. Cause it was just amazing that I met you. Like, you know what I'm saying? This big world I happened to get to know you for. And I got to know Lango. I got to know Darius. I got to know Tori. I got to know um, Quay. I got to know a myriad of people that I never would have ever met. And we got along. So I want to give you guys that blessing. I want to give you guys that shout out. Like you guys are doing great. And I'm going to buy that. I'm going to be shopping for my son, um, Corey, because you still ain't. Yeah, yeah, you still yeah. ain't got my sizes, but um, <laughs> I'm working on. It. I got you. <laughs> I gotta lose weight, bro. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm just projecting. Like I gotta lose weight, bro. Like, <laughs> I need to get down to like Lango level where I can wear a medium and 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 be comfortable. Good like, about it. I still got a keg. Like Lango, you might have what you got. Like a 
Oh, two, hey, bro, look, it's <laughs> a little fat pack over here, man. But I know, but I'm, 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 I'm way I'm beyond to embrace it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to ever have a six pack. I eat too much. I know. I, I enjoy food too much. It's too good. Like God put it there. Like why? You know, <laughs> why be a vegan? Like I'm a sometimes vegan, but food is meat is too good. But no, nah, yeah, nah. I try to be a vegetarian. That it don't work. Yeah, I did it for six months one time, and it was the worst time Damn, of my life. Probably, yeah. Like I went green. I went green for a month, bro. I felt. I felt great, but that. Yeah, hurt. but I was hungry though. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like I ate. I wasn't I, satisfied. The Beyond Meat stuff is dope, though. I'm not gonna. I put that in my diet. Like I will go. Like if I go to Chipotle, I won't get any meat unless I get a burrito. But if I get the bowl, I'm getting mm-hmm. the, the 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 um Beyond Meat stuff, the soy stuff, like. It, it it tastes great. I'm not gonna lie about that. I might have to try it. Again. It yeah. does. It it tastes just like meat. It really does, man. Like people yeah. gonna gonna BS about it. It's really good. Yeah. But Darius and Orlando, the next question is: Where do you see your podcast? Not just your podcast. I don't want to just say the podcast and limited to just that entity. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in the next, let's say, three to uh, five years? And the same will go for you, Corey. Super weapon. Well, it's funny you uh, you asked that because that's something that me and Lango discuss quite often. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say once a week at least we talk about just future plans. But as far as like the podcast, you know what we what we plan on doing. Um, like I like I told you before the before we started, you know I'm, I'm working with a company to redo some of our overlay. Mm-hmm. Uh, graphics not just for the podcast but for my stream in general a lot of my brand and stuff's being redone because mm-hmm. um, we eventually will start we want to start having guests not only just from the gaming industry um, but we might you know do some gaming adjacent stuff like maybe some music artists you know people who who may mm-hmm. you know because you, you know you'd be surprised how many celebrities and, and all type of big people you know are gamers mm-hmm. um, eventually you know we you know, I would love to get into some more uh, produced content for YouTube. I think YouTube is a pretty big untapped market for me. Um, I was uploading pretty consistently on YouTube until about April of this year. Um, but I mean, because at the end of the day, man, you know, just like we always tell you, man, with streaming and stuff. And, you know, even if you get to the point where you're making a, a stable income from your subs and stuff, um, every streamer has a expiration date. There's always going to be someone that's going to overtake the next person that's going mm-hmm. to hit that 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 point of you know popularity. Um, you know, so I, I just want to create something that's stable in the long term. Um, we're looking at expanding into other avenues of content uh, with Super Weapon, um, yeah. acting as kind of like a bridge for other people to cross into. Um, so, you know, like in the next three to five years, I really, you know, want to open up some more content. Uh, we will be launching a podcast early next year um, that's not gaming related. Okay. Um, just because we... Yeah. Any teasers or is it just... Um, I'm, I'm just going to say we're going to add a third host. Uh, I don't know. And it'll be a bi-weekly podcast, something more okay. like uh, kind of like a slice of life. Um. Uh, podcast. Uh, I'm not going to tell you guys who is who it's going to be yet, uh, but something that we'll probably do like bi-weekly. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we're just looking at other ways to you know monetize. I really, uh, you know, the one thing I always tell people at the end of our podcast is, you know, if you listen to this and find it interesting for even ten minutes, you know, sh- please share it with somebody you might think might enjoy it. 
Um, that's always a big thing for me. It's just I want to meet more people who are in game and I want to just continue to grow and do do the things that we've been doing and show people that look like us that, you know, you can make it outside of just playing football or being a lawyer or something. Um, that's just really uh, kind of where I'm at. Uh, okay. DC. What about you, Lango? Uh, he pretty much, he, he, he hit a lot of it, but I'm going to add, I, I'm looking to take over, um, the next four to five years in my personal life. Next year, I plan on getting a house. So I'm going to invite all my, I'm going to invite all y'all over and, you know, that's a must. Trust me. I did that years ago. The, the biggest thing in my personal life now, as far as content creating and stuff like that goes, um, the five-year plan is basically to branch out from gaming well not necessarily branch out from gaming but kind of reach out to other people and bring them into our world like Mm -hmm. Darius was saying Mm -hmm. um because there's a lot of people out there that they do game they don't necessarily talk about it but we want to have people like that as guests and i think one of the major things that we want to do moving forward is maybe even along the lines of event hosting and i want to look into getting an actual office type space Mm -hmm. where we can get things done once we start to add more podcasts because i actually i'm scripting up a music podcast that i i want to do it's just all about you know making the time and making sure that i'm not overwhelmed yeah um with a lot like i'm gonna have to probably quit my second job once this podcast my other podcast so stripping is the, stripping is out the window so you gotta yeah, get mm. <laughs> we, we don't have to hang it up man because um, <laughs> if, that man dingo. If, if anybody who if you know me you know i am obsessed with music um mm-hmm. not just rap music i love all kinds of music and so I really want to do like a music podcast, but it's not going to be like your typical um, music podcast. It's going to pretty much uh, tell my journey through music from when I first started listening to like Three Six Mafia Mystic oh, Styles. Mm. Oh, and, that's mm. I like that. Yeah. And it's the podcast is not meant to last forever because it's just kind of like a limited series where it's going to tell my story through music. So Dude. I'll go through my three six mafia phase, mm-hmm. and I'll go through my my no limit phase and uh, the late nineties, the golden era. What I was listening to, what the moments where it's amazing. I was in a dark place. Um, I was in a very dark place. I was fighting people a lot. I was listening to DMX. I thought I was crazy. <laughs> to <laughs> when I joined the military, and it was the tall T era, and Ooh. yeah, like the way I'm gonna. <laughs> Forge my life to the music. It's gonna tell a story. It's gonna be like here's the mm. thing. Like I always tell people, like music. Like I'm, I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. Music is the soundtrack to my life. Like right. the mm-hmm. music that I listen to is the soundtrack to my life. What I listened to in the '90s tells you where I was in life, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Like the soundtrack to your life. That's always been my motto. Like I don't. I'm not one that subscribes to like ah, this is whack. Like I listen to stuff, the soundtrack of my life. But go ahead. Okay. But no, because I want to start off at the 3-6 point, the 3-6 mafia point, because in Detroit, 
no one was listening to that at the time. And there's a whole background story to it that I'm going to tell with each episode of the podcast. Like my brother was a Marine. So when he came home, he's been, he traveled the whole world. So he had a whole bunch of music. Um, I remember when I first listened to Chopped and Screwed, like my mind was blown. I was like, yo, Me too. I was like, yo, what is this? Like, they stupid. Like, why are they playing the music so slow? Yeah, my cousin, and, Nigel, he, he put me onto that. Like, he, he came for a visit. He put me onto that. And I was like, Chopped yeah. and Screwed, you in the right frame of mind? Oh, it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, so like, long story short, that's one of the projects I want to work on. And it's going to be, like I said, it may be three seasons. Uh, but I formatted it as three seasons, 12 episodes per season, something like that. So that's something I'm working on. And then Super Weapon will always be the core of what we're It's like the nucleus yeah. of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. There's going to be little branches. I'll do my side podcast. We'll have our third host. We're going to do the other podcast. We're still going to have Super Weapon going. It's going to be like on episode 174 or something like that. That's That's pretty much it, man. I I just want to create my uh, everlasting impression in this content creation. I want people to remember my name. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's it, man. That's what I'm going to do. Well, first of all, you know, we're coming to you next. I mean, you already you already at that level. No, nah, trying to catch up to him. Nah, like you leading the pack right now, we catching up to you. But go ahead. Uh, well, I see us going in five years. Um, honestly, um, I try not. I try not to think so far ahead because I like if I if I tend to do that, I tend to lose tra- like train of thought okay. for me for what I'm doing. Uh, but so good. like so like every day I just I just every day I just try to you know think of ways I can uh, monetize off this whole brand and like so for one I do want to create a platform for like up and coming like people who want to start their own clothing business I want to create like a platform you know for the people who are not familiar with like SEOs and uh, pixel ads and promos and stuff like that like I want to create like a subscription based like platform for like up and coming clothing brands that don't really have the funds and want to reach a certain amount of people so i said once the page is at a certain number i'll go about creating that platform giving it out to them uh and making a subscription base where they can get promo through us mm-hmm. you know and utilize our networks and our uh following and our uh you know exposure on the on the like social side but you know i do want to take brothers to a level where it's not just about clothing you know i said this on the last podcast that I want to get in. I want to use it and utilize it as a tool to help me go into ventures. I I didn't, you know, a lot of people just can't walk into, you know, mm-hmm. most people can't just walk into real estate. Like, yeah, I'm finna just go ahead and get this and, and flipping it. It ain't, it, you know, stuff like that ain't that easy. It's a lot of, you know, variables that come into play when you're trying to do stuff like that. So I want to get into that game. Like, you know, we talked about the whole mobile thing, mobile home yep. game and how you, like that game is so huge, but you know, I do want to u- utilize brothers and this platform and his reach to help me and people around me venture off into like other things that we didn't think was like fathomable or reachable, you know, to do. So I definitely want to get into the real estate and I want, you know, a whole bunch of things, but five years, I want to be, I want to have brothers, uh, clothing and, and like a niche market. Like, I don't want it to be like, and I don't want it to be really accessible, 
but I want it to still feel exclusive at the same time. Like I do want people to be able to get it. Mm-hmm. So we have the site, but I do want it to be in like certain retail stores or like certain boutiques. I don't want it to be like for the like super massive because I want to treat it in a way as like, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those like commodities that you just have to have, but it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, it's not that obtainable, but it is. I just, I don't know if I'm making sense, but it's just like if you with the Gucci, like a rarity, bronze and all of those, it's there, but it's not always just all. Exactly. I'm gonna go, not to knock it, but like, hey, I'm gonna go to Ross and go get me. Yeah, but, like, I, like you know what I'm saying. And if if we if we had a if we had a point there. where it's like a where it's like a ten thousand square foot, you know, warehouse or something, and mm-hmm. we got like defects and they get it, that's fine. Uh-huh. But like, because you know, you can go to a Marshalls or a TJ Maxx in in the Lens area and get you a Gucci shirt, but it'll still be four five hundred dollars. It's still priced a- accordingly. But Where you know, what 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 TJ Maxx and Marshalls you be shopping at? The one off the- by Lennox. Oh, the one in Lennox that makes sense. Yeah, because I used to go over there. Yeah, they base it off location. The one in Gwinnett, I ain't getting no Louis Vuitton on that stuff. Yeah, so like that based off location, North. they sell certain items that other people oh. want. So. Uh, I, I learned that in the clothing part, you know, but all of those clothing in there is just defective clothing. You don't see nothing wrong with it, but when it came off the line, it was something wrong with it. So they, they got to deal with some of these manufacturers. They get some of the bull and they resell it. So it's like, I don't mind if my stuff end up there. If I got, if I got the, the production to take a couple losses and like, Hey, let's sign a deal with them and they can get these and this, that, and the third, I'll do that, you know, but I definitely want to be in like a, an exclusive type niche market you know what i'm saying so if you're blessed to know me as a person you ain't got to worry about that you just call you just hit me up oh that's dope i'm, I'm just, look at look at <laughs> lango did the flash uh-huh that's yeah dope. like you got lango over here pledging um omega side brothers so yeah you know what i'm saying yeah he in he initiated that's good that's dope that's dope uh what about you micah like where do you see yourself Besides leaving me in three to five years. Oh, oh man. See, you know, he knows. Why would you say that? Come on, man. Um, I definitely see with the podcast, um, like we talked about from the beginning, is that bigger than us, uh, putting other people in the forefront um, and just continuing to build, you know, with our network. You know, I feel like you said there's more of us um, and there's more people like us out there that might not know the how to's of, you know, like Corey said, SEOs, you know, with Darius and Lango's podcast, they might not know the inner workings of uh, what they can get for streaming and podcasting. So just keep uh, getting that message out there is what I see always. Yep. That is dope. And for myself, you know, this is this for me right here is just icing on the cake to being able to do this. And I know it's small right now, but, Continuing to do this is just, it's going to be excitement for me just to put you guys on. I've already, I'm already thinking in my head to reach out to Mike and be like, okay, the next set, we're going to reach out to the people we know who do art and illustration. We're going to do a podcast on that, get them out there and, and, and show these people. I got friends in, in media. I got friends in, in um, real estate, but I got a cousin who she's, she's a, what do we call a realtor? Like a broker, like she can, she sells homes, but she can also help you finance your homes. Like she helped mm-hmm. me through the process of finding my first home for my family. Like, hey, this is what you need to do, cuz get this, hook you up with this, this um, this uh mortgage broker, and he's gonna help you 
look at your credit report and, and do that. Like, I'm just, I just want to give all the information that I have for people that I know who do, like I said, cool things and put it out there. I got friends who, who do podcasting. I have friends who, I got a homeboy who I met who was a, a writer for like The Source and XXL. And he's big into podcasts and he does a lot of music related stuff, but also he's big into like, like craft beer. Like I was like, I didn't know that that was a thing, like for black brewers, like uh, that's cool. He's that's real big in Atlanta, man. Yeah, he, he put me onto another podcast called the 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 Drought Season, and I watched that. And I'm not even big into beer, but it's just amazing to see that these people that look like us are doing these things. And in three to five years, that's what I I want to be doing. I just want to to link people up. I want people to know this person. I want people to mm. to do this. I have a friend, my wife's best friend. She and her husband, Creative Soul Photos. They do. I don't know if you've seen them, like. They put the kids to look like in these, like they did a period, like they made them look like they were an old, you know, the Baroque period. They do their hair up. Wow. They did something. That's they made these black uh, African-American kids look regal. And they've been hmm. doing that since we knew them. And they, they one of my, my son was one of their first people that they, they shot. So like, I want people to know like, Hey, this is somebody that's really cool doing some really cool things. And, in whatever genre you can think of finance you, i mean I've, I've i've gotten to know people in those arenas and i just want to in three to five years just do my part to help them get to a point where they can they can show their talents to the world and i'm just in awe and really i don't even know how to put it into words like i'm really happy that you guys are able to do this podcast with me today and i'm really able to, to salute you guys and and give you your flowers in the beginning so i can say i knew them when you may forget me in the end but i'm like yo i knew them when that way i can show my kids like hey i knew them so i'm cool mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when i put that out there like you know brothers clothing go cop that you know podcast go listen to that these brothers are doing things i'm gonna have my son paying attention because i've been looking talking with my wife like i need my son he's into video gaming i need him to see someone that looks like him and I, doing it and I'm going to introduce him to the podcast because right now he's doing his own thing, but I want him to see that it is possible. You're not just playing games. There's more to it than just playing the games. There's mm -hmm. more to it than just fashion. My younger brother does the same thing as Corey. He does printing, but he's, he doesn't have his own line, but he's doing cool things with, um, you know, printing and, and, and helping people with branding their, 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 their companies and whatnot. So mm -hmm. I just want people to get that information. So in the next three to five years, even if I have a hundred listeners, I want them to know all the time. Here's somebody that you can look at. Here's some information that you can use. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you guys being on the podcast with me today. I appreciate you guys being who you are. I appreciate you guys doing what you do. Keep doing it. Keep pushing. Do your thing. And also on the low, one of my biggest things was how often can I get Darius to laugh real hard? Like mm. I would do crazy stuff just to see how often he would laugh. Because if y'all know, people be like, when Darius laugh, everybody laugh. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just want to yeah. put that out there. And also on another note, you know, today's my mom's birthday in Trinidad, right? Oh, awesome. I know she's probably nice. watching. Happy birthday. You know Happy birthday. Like I have to put that out there because she went through a COVID scare like two months ago. Had me mm. on my knees every night, bro. And I, w I wasn't able to talk to her for like a little while because she was in the hospital. And I just want to put that out there like, happy birthday, mommy. Happy 63rd because of her sacrifice. I'm able to be here with you to, to do this podcast. 
And mm-hmm. I just want to put that out there. Like all of us, we have to give each other our flowers. We have to appreciate. We have to work together to do our thing. And you guys are really, really doing that. And I'm proud of you. And I want to say that I may have joked around with you and laughed, but all of it was in the intent that you guys would hopefully be where you are right now to, to do your thing, be out there, just, 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 just being successful in your own way. Not what everybody says you should be, but in your own way. All right. I appreciate that. Thank you. I want to say that to everybody. And I want to thank everybody, all our listeners to, for being out there, and Mike and I are going to keep pushing and keep doing our thing. We're going to keep expanding, keep growing. Thank you for listening today. We, we tried to do, but we got right at the two-hour mark, Corey. We, 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 yeah, we yeah. Right, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? We, this is good content. I don't like stopping stuff just for no reason. So I want to thank everybody. Brothers Clothing, check them out. There's the information screen at the bottom. Go check thank them out. You. New line, dropping it. When is the new line going to be available, Corey? It's out. It's out now? Yeah, Wait, I dropped they, it yesterday. Orders. Oh! I thought yeah. it was a video. I thought it was a promo, like coming soon. So it's, oh no, it's yeah, out. I dropped that. I gotta go cop something then. I gotta go yeah, cop. I dropped that. Super Weapon Podcast, fellas. Let us know about that. When is what's the hours? What's the times? Where is it available? Oh man, um, so you guys can find us uh, if you guys want to catch us live. We stream the podcast on my Twitch channel on twitchtv artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go live every Saturday at noon. Mm-hmm. And we drop the audio version every Wednesday um, for the people who can't make it out. Um, we're on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes. I mean, pretty much every major platform. You guys can find us uh, there. Um, you guys can also find us at uh, Super Weapon Pod. That's our official Twitter. Uh, you know, find out what's going on, what we might be talking about that day. We also talk about. Uh, we also drop like clips and stuff from the podcast, just funny moments or things that we felt like were important conversation um but yeah man we we love interacting with you guys man um you guys can find us there man that's the the place to be all right, right. and then you know you can find us mike and myself at inside our podcast we're going to keep pushing we're going to keep innovating trying to get it out there um uh, michael what can the ladies contact you actually i guess i can make an announcement um hold up uh my website will be going oh. live uh mm. very soon um you can find me at uncle mike works mm-hmm. that is the oh. instagram uh also the website uncle mike works.com uh, stay tuned for details appreciate it all and right down right now make sure i follow definitely we're going to definitely push that out there i would like to thank my guests fellas thank you for being here today with us you know what i'm saying thank and all the fans out there will catch you in another time Hopefully everybody tunes in. You see us on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Just check them out. Make sure to check out Brothers Clothing. Check out the Super Weapon Podcast. Check out everybody we know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I sent that link out too, so a few people was watching. Okay, appreciate yeah, you. I, I shared that, that link. About. You see what I'm talking about right yeah. there? Black on black. That's what I'm saying? All right. So. <laughs> All right. Thank everybody for joining us. I'll see you next week. All right? Peace. All right.